We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Go back again, Knicks post-game live on this Monday night. CP, Knicks Fan TV. Ashley Moss in the building, and my man Jay Ellis from Nick of Time Show. Oh, man, we back to reality. Back, back to reality. Oh, Knicks go to Charlotte on the second of a back-to-back, hoping to regain their swag, but uh, it was more the same. It was more New York bricks, 109-88. to The Knicks fall in the QC. Just couldn't find any offense, man. Only, only nine shots for Julius. The MVP needed him to get going. Couldn't get going. Uh, RJ quickly. This was a struggle. We had a nice, we had a nice game from Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox arrived, hey. man. Seventeen first half points for Kevin Knox, but uh, it was just too much Hornets, man. We had Gordon Hayward out there looking like Larry Bird. Twenty-eight four first half points for Hayward. Finishes with thirty-four on the night. And uh, yeah, man, it, you know as good as the Nick defense has been all year, uh, you got to score. And and this is another game where they failed to crack ninety. In 2021, this modern NBA, that's that's just not going to get it done. So, JL's kick us off, man. What what you see from this team tonight that uh, didn't get the job done? Well, first of all, Reggie Bullock was out of the starting lineup, something that we all wanted to see. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we had Austin Rivers in the starting lineup for for once, and it started out terrible. CP, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> nine. <laughs> they missed their first nine of ten baskets. Charlotte jumps out to the 10-0 lead, bro. Exactly. 10-0 lead. Eventually, it got to a 17-point lead, and it really didn't change until quickly got in the game with and hit a you know three-point play. The Knox got in the game, hit two threes in a row, and all of a sudden, we're back in the game. But um, it was just too much Hornets for you, like you said. Gordon Hayward went off. Gate took RJ to school. A second half, we had nothing. Randall had nothing. Uh, it was a heartbeat for a minute in the third quarter when we played some defense. That's what it seemed like. We was getting some easy buckets. But um, the Hornets pushed back, man. They, the Hornets pushed back. They started they started full court pressing, giving you zone defense, and the Knicks couldn't keep up with them on on defensive end, missing open shots. Yeah. You yeah. them, and then that's all she wrote, man. Hornets yeah. win. 
Agreed. Ash, how'd you feel about this game tonight? Yeah, listen, I mean, there were moments where, you know, it looked like your defense was creating an offense. We were able to cut that score down a little bit, the the difference between us and the Hornets tonight. But, I mean, look, it, it just – shots were not falling. I mean, we had good looks. Yeah. Shots weren't falling. But then also what I didn't like was Randall had no help out there for a good portion There's of no that help. game. It was like he was playing one on five. It was ridiculous. And then – I just think defensively, we let too many holes get into our game, yeah. and you can't let that happen, especially when you're struggling. Then. Yeah, especially when you're struggling on the other side of the ball, which is the offense. Your defense has to be even tighter so that you're not in the position where the other team is just making that gap of that score even bigger. And we just were not good. We were not tight on either side of the ball, especially when one side was worse than the other tonight. So I'm not really sure what Tibbs is practices look like but we really gotta figure it out and do something yeah. different because it's just not working whatever he's doing need some reinforcements big time that that's for sure but you know as jl said there was no reggie bullock tonight he's out with a sore hip so the walking wounded continues for the knicks and uh his defense was missing tonight you know i i thought you know uh, Gordon Hayward really got to RJ. He was abusing him back door. They had no answer for Gordon Hayward between RJ and Kev. So that was a big issue. Um, as you said, JLs, you know, they, they had looks. They had yeah. looks. You know, Rivers missed a ton of open looks. RJ, we know, is <laughs> <it's, it's, laughs> building the brick house. They built a mansion out there in, in Charlotte. Quickly won for 10 tonight. I didn't seem like it didn't, it, even though he got us going in the second quarter. Uh, playmaking wise, it quickly just doesn't seem like he has much confidence in his shots right now. And and he was one for ten from the field. Again, Julius only nine attempts. You know, he he's our guy. You know, he's our pacemaker. So we go as far as he goes right now. And only nine attempts for Julius. That that's just not gonna get it done, especially with, with RJ struggling. Um once again, Pey- Peyton got us off to a lousy start, bro. Peyton yeah. got us yeah. off to a lousy start. And and once he bricked a floater badly that didn't even hit the rim. Tibbs takes him out, brings in quickly, brings in Knox. As I said, Knox gets us off uh, 17 points in the first half. Noel also, um, unsung, had a good second quarter to really keep this thing at bay. I think without Knox and Noel, this thing could have been over very early. Um, And we even took a one-point lead at at one point in that second quarter. So, uh, But again, it it was more the same in the third, man. Just could not uh, get anything going and... Whenever Charlotte would, you know, make two, three in a row and the Knicks would try to stop the momentum, Charlotte would come back, make two, three in a row. The referees were all over the place, very inconsistent, and uh, just an ugly night, man. Ugly night all the way around, bro. And I think also Noel did a good job on Gordon Haywood for a while there. He kind of forced him to miss shots, forced him to pass that ball out, you know, forced him to not be able to take the shots that he wanted to take. So I think defensively he did a good job kind of limiting him in spurts. But again, it just was not enough. And going back to the defense, it's something that I know most basketball fans know, especially if you played the game, when your offense is struggling, your defense has to be even tighter. And our offense was atrocious. I mean, yes, I wasn't the biggest fan of tonight's officiating. I thought it was astronomically terrible. I'm not really quite sure what's going on with the officiating. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous. It was absolutely terrible. But you got to protect both sides of the ball. And when you can't, you got to rely on one side of the ball more than the other. And tonight the defense could have saved this game and it just, we just didn't get it done. Yeah. Yeah. 14 turnovers again, JL. So you got to take care of the ball. This is the number one team in fast break points. Uh, So you got to take care of the ball on them or or else they're going to get out and run and, and, uh, and put some points in the hole, man. 
Yeah, absolutely. And to ex- expand on her point too on the defense and the good job in the well is that I feel like Tom Thibodeau actually decided to double um, Gordon Hayward once he started um, getting into us a little bit. And maybe he should have did it a little bit early. I felt like that helped turn the time a little bit and help us get into a little bit of that fast break. But also, um, the Hornets, they, they started pressing us. You yeah. Know? They, yeah. Yeah. They did. They, they started pressing us. Usually we get flustered when we get into the zone. And they did that to us today, too. But they started pressing us tonight, and we still couldn't defeat that. So it was like we couldn't we couldn't figure out anything on offense, and from the press to the man to man to the zone, there were just no answers for anything. The only answer was causing a turnover, getting some fast breaks, a and couple. Kevin Knox for a shorter. A for, couple. For like and and, and when I saw that one fat, you know, steal to a fast break, Jails, it looked like a shooting star because you just don't see that from the Knicks at all and that's the you know that's the best way they're gonna mount any offense man they gotta force turnovers and they gotta get out and run yeah and just not doing any of that particularly well they're not shooting well and so all of that you know combines into a pretty uh bad effort again another night you don't even crack 90 points um so it's a tough stretch and and as you said jails with the with the pressure i think that took quickly out of his game as well he had trouble bringing the ball up um, that seems to be his Achilles heel. Whenever that pressure comes, they, they, they put that on, uh, you know, his ball handling is a little bit suspect out there. So, uh, that was tricky and yeah, overall it's just lackluster, man. Lackluster. We need, we need a lot more from our point guards, uh, yeah. to get this thing done and a lot more shooting. Yeah. And also, I mean, speaking of the shooting, I don't have a problem taking these crazy three-point shots when you're down by a lot, you know, you got to take the shot, you know, no risk, no reward. But I have an issue with it being early in the game and you chuck up these 30 footers and you can't, how are you defending the shot? Like, what is the logical explanation behind taking these ridiculous shots? I know you have wide open looks, but I mean, some of the guys taking these shots, they're not three point shooters. You guys don't have the accuracy to take them. RJ Barrett, I'm talking about you. That's RJ Barrett. And while he's sitting on the cast, too, he's got to stop shooting those threes. Stop taking these ridiculous shots. You are not Steph Curry. What are you doing? It's a waste of a possession, and it drives me crazy. And then on top of that, he's chucking up these shots. There's nobody to get those long rebounds. Mm -hmm. So it's a waste of a possession. I need him to chill out. Like he's got to chill or Tibbs got to figure out what to do about it because this is really ridiculous. It's like the third yeah. time that I've seen him just take, take up these ridiculous shots in the game. He's got to cut it out. Enough. And, and it's leading to leak outs. You know, it's leading to those leak outs. And again, their transition defense um, has yep. to tighten up. It has to tighten up, JLs. Go, go ahead, bro. Yeah, nah, it's, it's hurting the team. <laughs> like Julius Randle, RJ Barrett taking the most shots of the team. And when you're shooting that much, and hitting at that low percentage, you're just putting no too much pressure on our defense to, you know, overcorrect your their bad shot taking. So yeah. he's gonna have to, you know, dig deep, uh, find his mojo, figure out how to take better shots and, and make them because he's really kind of hurting the team. And you know, I, I and like I, I'll keep saying this, I'm not out on R.J. Barrett. I just, I just, no, he's, he's just gotta, <laughs> I'm not out on him, man. You know, all the people yeah. talking trade and Benjamin, you know, that's just ridiculous, man, because I, I still see him making positive plays for this team, especially as a playmaker, as a rebounder. I still think R.J. can get the job done. Now, defensively, again, Hayward burned us. He didn't, he didn't play Hayward too well tonight. But I think it, they still need to try to get him involved more as a playmaker and take the ball out of Peyton's hands, man. En- enough. Enough uh, for the Peyton stuff. Take the ball out of Peyton's hands and let RJ play make a little bit more. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, also though, like we go back to this conversation that I feel like we have every single time we lose. Yeah. And every single time there's footage of RJ taking these ridiculous shots. Get a mid game. Like it doesn't have to be. Yeah. You know, layups three pointers and nothing in between develop your mid range game. There's nothing wrong with not being a strong three point shooter straight off the bat. I can name like five players off the top of my head right now who are not strong three point shooters when they first came into the league and had to develop that over time. There's no shame in that, but all you're doing by continuously just chucking up these shots, even though you are open. Yes. I know some of them fall. And when you have an open shot, when you have an open look, you're supposed to take it. But I just feel like when you take a shot and you know nine times out of ten it's not going to fall, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's a waste of a possession. Kick the ball out. Go to your second, your third option. You don't always have to take the shot just because the ball is in your hand. Yeah. Play smart. Don't play harder. I agree. I agree. And, and you know, there's people in the chat saying, well, he's not a good playmaker. He doesn't have good handle. Yeah, maybe if he's bringing the ball up from the top of the key. But I think there's still areas, maybe in the post jails, having him face up and drive and kick. There's still opportunities. Like, it was there tonight. He, yeah. he made those passes. He still came out of it with four dimes. He was he he can still make those plays as a threat off of the drive. I know his yeah. handle is not that strong, but I still think he can make those plays. I th- still think those opportunities are there for him. You know what, CP? Is, is, he can, but I feel like tonight when he was able to make those plays, that's when the, the Hornets were kind of pressing. There was, a, there was a lineup up there when he had, uh, I think it was like Kevin Knox, uh, Quickly, and, and Austin Rivers. And when you have a lineup of those guys, their jump shots respect a little bit more. So he was able to kind of sneak into the defense and, and, and give some nice little dump off passes right. when that happened. I'm not sure if you can do that when you have the regular lineup of Alfred Payton, Mitchell Robinson, uh, and the, the the cloggers, the guys who clog the paint. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to do that in a consistent basis. Like the, just the, the balance on the team is just still off depending on who's on the court from night to night. Yeah, it, it throws the, the balance off completely, man. Um Bright sides, uh, again, I think Kev had a, had an overall good game. Second half, he was quiet. Yeah. Uh, but first half, he came alive. Uh, again, I was looking for him to uh, maybe replace Bullock in that starting lineup if they're going to continue to play bigger at the three. Uh, Mitch, so another solid game for Mitch. 12 points, 11 boards for Mitch tonight. You know, two blocks. Again, you know, no pick and rolls, no, not much Gotham lobs. I think he had a couple, maybe one or two from RJ, but – I'm um, still unable to to really get Mitch off uh, with with the alleys and, and being a threat there. So, uh, but all, overall, I think he, I think he did what he could do out there. Twelve and eleven tonight for Mitch. Yeah, and I like this defense on on Washington, man, because he kind of uh, he was abusing Randall a little bit tonight, man. <laughs> Washington on. Um, yeah, yeah. Washington yeah. had had Julius flustered out there, man. I think his speed. Got yeah. him confused out there. And, um, yeah, Julius just kind of looked out of sorts, man. He was a bad Julius tonight. It wasn't on his game at all. Yeah, he's definitely bad Julius tonight. He wasn't able to make those the passes like he used to. He's little weird turnovers, jumping in the air, trying to make the pass, calling turnovers that way. But, yeah, not the Julius typical night. But I did like what I saw from Mitch Robinson on the defensive end. I felt like when he was on the game, he, again, he, he's been impactful on giving the rebounds. I think it was a double-double night. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I, the the, the more maturation of Mitch Robinson is kind of going under the radar under all this losing right now. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So, go ahead, and I definitely, I definitely wasn't um, pleased with Austin Rivers. I don't know if coming, you know, off the bench is more of a strong suit for him, and he doesn't really flourish well being a starter. 
But I was hoping to get a lot. Yeah, more we wanted him to start. Him. We, he got to I start. Him, yeah. yeah, I wanted him to start. I thought that he was going to bring that aggression, that fire that you need to kind of get the ball rolling, especially when you're coming off two losses, and you need that fire. You need that guy who's going to be out there, the vocal player. And he just was not that guy for me tonight. So I don't know if it was just an off night for him, I think or if coming off the bench is just where he is better suited when it comes to the team that he plays for, at least with this team. I'm not sure. I would have to see him start again to really yeah. make that assessment. But it was definitely not what I expected to see from him. So I think I, I think it was a mixed bag. I, I saw him. He missed a ton of open looks. Yeah. He, he missed a ton of open looks. You know, make a miss league. Um, the other night at the Garden, he, he's making all those. So sometimes mm-hmm. it, it just goes like that. Yeah. And then I thought um, with the refs and whatnot, I think that threw him off his game. He had a, he had a lot of um, boneheaded turnovers, three turnovers on the night. But a lot of them were, were just... Um, you know, costly for us uh, that that led into to Hornets points. So um, mixed bag from from Rivers tonight. But you know, Tibbs went with him as long as he could because we just needed that firepower out there. But we we just couldn't get a bucket. We just couldn't get a bucket. So like I said, man, Burks, Obi, <laughs> come back soon. <laughs> we need reinforcements badly, man. Badly. For real, yeah. man. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah. How far are they? How far? I don't know. I think I, I, I think it doesn't even seem close for either one. To be honest <laughs> with you. I don't know. I mean, it was supposed to be two weeks, but I feel like two weeks was two weeks ago. So I'm not (laughs) quite sure, like, where the status is in terms of his return. I don't know if there's been a delay. I don't know if he's not progressing the way the team would like him to for him to make his return. I'm not quite sure, but we're definitely missing having some sort of creativity in our rotations. We're definitely missing what Obi can bring. And not only that, but we're missing time to develop him to see what he can be as a player and that's going to help us also make some decisions down the line as it gets closer to the trade deadline. So the longer he sits, the harder those decisions are to make. And ultimately it can negatively affect our ability to make proper trades when the time comes. So I need him to return ASAP. (laughs) Please. Agreed, because we had three L's in a row, Ashley. They, they, they're talking about the Ashley curse going on in the chat. I know. Right this, it went, it went from Jay Ellis to, to, to Ashley. So. Oh, I love when the heat is off me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how, much, how, much, how, how much do I got to pay y'all to make sure the curse goes back to Jay Ellis? Oh. Rename it. Uh, we we got to get it done. This track can't be bought, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you, boys. Let's uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, Will from LI. Will, how you feeling tonight, bro? Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, first off, Ashley, welcome to the program. Well, I wish it was underneath better circumstances, but, you know, what you got to do. Um, <laughs> wanted to start off by saying uh, it was my birthday, and I just wanted to mix the win today. Didn't want to be a streak, but... This is where we are. This is where we are. Listen, man, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start off the hot takes first. Uh, we gotta trade Julius Randle. Okay, <laughs> he has to go. Here what, we go. Is, I'm I'm 100 with Ari. Okay, unless you think that Julius Randle is a building block for this team for the next five years, unless you're willing to give him a a, a Gordon Hayward contract, twenty whatever million a year, unless you're not willing to do that then he's just an asset, and you got to get rid of him because this is what this team is. Even when we were winning, we were still the bottom half of the league in offense. It was just that, you know, we got teams slipping. You know, we, we, got, we, got, we got Indiana, you know, whatever it was. It was fluke, okay? Right now, this team is not – we need talent, like Jay from Florida says. We need talent. So, to get talent, we need to get into the draft, or we need to get assets. Either way, Julius Randle got to go. Okay, like it's 
He's playing great. He's playing like an all-star. I love it. But the fact of the matter is, Julius Randle, the best player on your team, does not equal wins. Yeah. Okay, so for me, it's trade Julius and trade deadline. And, and that's just how I feel. I'm going to let you get back to it. Again, Ashley, welcome to the program. Uh, love what you guys are doing. I'll talk to you guys later. Listen, I, I hear that, man. I They, they will explore that at the deadline. Any GM would, but that he's not the reason why they're losing. If you know anything, he's keeping us in these games. If anything, he's keeping us <laughs> somewhat uh, uh, decent to watch. Because yeah. without Julius, yeah. this is this is abysmal. Yeah. You and know. that's one of the reasons why I, and I think I speak for JLS too when I say this, I don't think it's as cut and dry as a lot of people are making it. Yes, we have Obi. Yes, we drafted Obi to be the future. But here's the thing. We don't know what Obi's going to look like. And his progress and his return to the team seems to be taking longer than anticipated. So with that, if you want to win some games, obviously the goal is not to win out, it's not to go to the championship, it's not to go to the finals. Obviously we're not going to go far in the playoffs if you even make the playoffs. But if you want to compete at some level, trading Julius Randle may not be the thing that you need to do no. because right now he's the only person keeping us in the majority all, of these games. Yeah. If you want to compete at all, you cannot remove him from this team. Now, if you have no problem losing out and not being a contender, not competing at all, not being a team that looks like it's building in the right direction, then take men trade him. But it really depends on what your goal is because, like I said, he's keeping us in a lot of these games. Yeah, uh, I concur. And you're talking about we're, we're still the bottom of the league, even with Julius Randle. But if you're looking at the numbers, it's not Julius Randle's fault. Like he's shooting. I'm not blaming Julius from the from the field. He's no. getting people open shots. He's not the reason why we're not top offense in the league. The reason why is those open shots, as you saw all night, haven't been not hit. Falling. Exactly. Not falling. If you have the right pieces, if you have shooters around who can hit those shots when he creates them, yeah. all of a sudden that number is going to jump up and there's not going to be as much pressure on our defense and our record will look completely different. So I, I, I disagree with you, Will. You're my guy, but nah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I think I think everything is going to play out okay. The Julius thing is going to play itself out. You know, if, if they get a good deal for him at the deadline, I think they will pull it. If they don't, then I think, yeah, I think there is a, a legit op- re- possibility that they that they do pick up that option, JLs. Yeah. Either way, I'd like to see him, you know, competing with this team. I don't, I don't want to see them getting washed by 20, 30 points every, every night because that's what it's going to be when when you do trade them. I still think there's a possibility. Yeah, I'd like to be in the lottery like every like other people. Some people want to go playoffs, but you could still do that with, with Julius here playing competitive basketball. Yeah. And not only that, and I mean, obviously you want to get a good draft pick. Obviously you want to build a better team. But also on the other side of the coin, you're running the risk of developing this culture of losing with a culture that you're trying to build. Because if you remove one of the people who's responsible for a lot of the reasons that you're in the games that you're in, a lot of the reason that you're able to win or get close to winning or even compete, and you remove yeah. that from the equation, then you just have a bunch of guys who get too comfortable with the idea of losing. And that's yeah. an even harder cycle to break, an even harder pattern to break than just being up and down constantly. Because at least when you're up and down, you go through moments where you're winning, so you know what that feels like. You go through moments where you're losing, you know what that feels like, but you know what it's like to compete. You know what it's like to be in the game. 
remove the winning aspect yeah. and you just have a team of losers who all they know how to do Listen, is lose. And that's what you don't want to build. It, Julie's yeah. just been the, the most consistent piece of this team. Your, your guards have been terrible. Let's just be real. You know what I'm saying? Right. And this is not me saying trade RJ and all that knee jerk. He's been struggling. That's just yeah. reality, right? We're living in reality. He has been struggling. I'd like to see him work through it. However, they need to do it, whether they you know, need to run better plays for him, turn him on to playmaker or stagger his minutes, as we said last night, Jails. Yeah. But th- this is this is not this game is not about, you know, trading Julius. No. You know, it, it's about no. ca- getting better play from all of your guards. Exactly. Everybody else, man. And maybe even can we run can we run some plays from Knox now? Can we get Kev involved? I'm, I'm liking what I'm can seeing. We bring I'm, liking, to the dance? I'm liking I'm liking what I'm seeing. Hey, I told you there. yesterday, my guy Kev is ready, man. He's ready. Get him involved. My guy like, Kev was lighting torch in the nets in the first half, man. Exactly. I, like I don't know how he is in shooting off movement. He's been doing the set shot right now. But yeah. I'm liking the way that he's hitting those open threes in the corner. Right? It's, it's, yeah, that that's his, his shot. Kev is patting in that shot, you know? Gets a little iffy when he puts the ball on the floor, but he'll work on it. But my yeah. guy, my guy Kev is here, man. Kev Let's too. go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, next call up, D from New York. D, what's going on? Yo, what's up, guys? Yo, you've made some great points tonight. I don't know what that dude was talking about. Well, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I'm I'm open to the idea of Trader Randall. My question is, is what do you what do you plan on getting for him? That's the thing. He's your best player on the team right now. Uh, without him, the offense is stagnant. So there's no reason really to trade him. And he's 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 what 26. So you could still you could build around him. He's a, he's he showed you that he can do uh, that. He's a willing passer. He can score. So you know. But I, I like the I like what you were saying about Knox. I think I would like to see quickly, even though he wasn't his shots wasn't falling. Um, I would like to see Knox and quickly in the starting lineup and then maybe uh, split RJ and and Peyton's minutes and see how that works. And the reason why I say that is Peyton is a phony, son. He is a straight-up phony. What he's doing is like, like when he was in the first quarter, he was, he was you know, doing his thing, try, acting like he was facilitating. And then after that, they take him out. They put uh, quickly in. And like I said, although his shots wasn't falling, for some reason, all of a sudden, we start scoring now, right? It looks like it's easier for Julius to move around. Yeah. Knox starts hitting some shots. And then after that, they take him out, and they put, uh, what you call it, Peyton back in again. And now, all of a sudden, he's like, let me get mine. He's like, oh, I got to go to the I gotta go to the, yeah. to the hoop or whatever and start scoring and stuff. So he's Impressed. a phony. So you got I, – I personally feel like you put quickly in um, – you put quickly in, you put Knox in. And then after that, you split those minutes. He's like, RJ, you gonna still start, but I don't know mentally. Like you gotta, you gotta, you kind of gotta get things together right now, and then let them just split those minutes. That's that's just me. But as far as Randall, now nah, you gotta keep, extend that contract. I'm not saying keep him, but who are you planning on getting for Randall? If if it's not yeah. two first picks, I mean, You're or a first or first rounder, I don't understand it. So thanks for taking the Appreciate call. Appreciate it, D. Appreciate it. I don't. I don't see that two first round pick unless, unless you get like I mean, a team that's that's desperate. Even see that, man. I don't even see that. They're not gonna get, um, you know, a, a rebuilding team that that has, you know, some draft capital that might be appealing. By that Randall question. Yeah, I'm trying, oh, the I'm Randall trying to. 
trying to yeah. cause a glitch in the mage. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to I'm trying to mute D. Hang on, hang on. So my trade Randall, you see what happened? Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to mute D. I was getting crazy feedback. Red um, pill, blue pill. Yeah. Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading this chat. Yeah, what do you say? I just can't. I the Ashley curse disrupted the whole stream. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since I straightened my hair, the Knicks have been losing. <laughs> cowboy fans, the, the few Cowboy fans that are in here was like, ever since she covered up the star, you've been losing. Now you guys should want her to take it back it's, out. It's sick right now, oh, man. man. It's just so many different theories on how I'm involved in the Knicks 0-3 that, losses that, so far. It's absolutely Knicks ridiculous. That's Knicks fans for yes. They they grasp at everything. They want RJ out of here. The Ashley Curse, Trey Randall, Trey this guy. <laughs> Golly, man. You can't win. Think you guys are onto something though. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I can bring the star out right now. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We don't need it. We it's don't need it, man. Word. It's an eyesore. It's an eyesore. <laughs> All right, let me uh let, let's get back to the phone, see what's going on here. I had some some technical difficulties. Um Benji, what's going on, Benji? You up next, bro. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh hey Ashley, welcome. Um Hi. I uh I was not even it was hard for me to even muster up muster up the energy to call tonight just because I'm just so down after these three losses. But um just want to make some points. Uh, I, I'm a huge Austin Rivers fan, but I feel like um, less is probably more with him. Like he's probably better suited for the bench role. Like I kind of just to use an analogy. I feel like Method Man was great when he when he did feature when he was a feature. You know when he did a guest guest verse on a track. But whenever his, he had a full album, like I wasn't feeling. It. <laughs> I feel like Austin Rivers is kind of like that. Like he needs to know he needs to know his role and he needs to come out hungry. Uh, and then he's better. Um, so I don't know what your guys thought or, thoughts are about him starting versus coming off the bench. Yeah, I mean, it, it was one game. Um, again, wasn't great. Ideally, is he more suitable off the bench? I think so. This is just until Burks comes back for me. Just Fair. trying to, you know, find some sort of spark in the lineup on, until Burks gets back. But ideally, you want to see, you know, Rivers just doing what he does best, and, and that's just score off the bench. But um, right now, we're so thin. We, Tibbs is just grasping at straws. I thought Kev was going to get the start at the three jails, but um, not not too surprised that he went with Rivers uh, and more of a three-guard lineup just to get some more ball movement and, and potential playmaking in the lineup. Yeah, I thought that, I thought that was going to be the benefit. I thought there might be more playmaking from that lineup, but it wasn't really that. You know, also... It's still one game, so you don't know how that's going to look with a couple of more reps. It could work out in the long run. It's still yeah. kind of early, so it's too early to tell. But that the the the, the zero and ten start, no, not not a good sign off the bat. Yeah, <laughs> not not at all, man. Damn, Benji yeah. came from Method Man too, man. Yeah, said, I thought the first two joints was cracked. To Cal T too. <laughs> to Cal, that's Hempstead. Come on, man. That's Long Island, Jay. You know, to Benji. Come on, bro. Yeah, man, Benji, Benji was spamming, spamming Method Man, man. Come on, bro. I thought he had two yeah, good solo joints, man. The M E T H. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, man. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you, boys. CP Ashley Mawson here. My guy JL's from Nick of Time showing here as well. And we did crack over a thousand. So the casuals are in here a little bit. You know, the diehards are in here a little bit. So salute to everybody. I think they said right. the rhyme animal Chuck D's in the building. So if you guys are uh, public enemy fans, throw a hashtag PE in the chat. 
so we could salute my guy Chuck D. Always supporting win or lose. Definitely appreciate it. If you mm-hmm. guys are new in the chat, leave his hashtag. New, we'll, we'll shout you guys out. And uh, yeah, back to the phones, man. Let's go to let's go to Tehran from Brooklyn. Tehran, what's going on? BK man. Hey, what's going on? I want to I want to say uh, this is my first time calling. I like what y'all doing. Keep up the good work for Knicks Fan TV. Um, I just want to uh, talk about Alfred Payton, man. This 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 dude is 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 the 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 turmoil of the New York Knicks. Yeah. Man. This dude need to just go in a cave, man. Go go somewhere, man, and just and, and, and just relax. He he need a vacation, man. Like <laughs> we need we need a point guard over here, man. It's like it's it's this this dude is just for the life of me, man. I just don't understand is his IQ of the game, man. He's not getting people involved. He can't break down the defense for nothing. It's it and, and then it seemed like the coaching staff. You know what I'm saying? Is is I don't know if Tibbs is is not drilling NBA into this dude's head, man. Like I I I I really I'm really not understanding this dude, Alpha Payton. Yeah. No need to just go, man. He need to just get off his team. He's not crashing the boards. He's not doing whatsoever. No, I, th- I thought Noel. I thought Noel. And pre- appreciate like the call, man. I, I can't put this on Noel, JS. I thought Noel um, played. He, he bounced back tonight. I can't put yeah. it on Noel. Yeah. Um, Noel definitely bounced back tonight. Peyton is who he is. You know, Clyde even said it. You know, when Clyde is saying it, he's through. You know what I mean? Clyde is pulling no punches this season. What do you say about Peyton? He was like, he's been in the league seven years and he still can't shoot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love the man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I would I'd rather go quickly. I'd rather see quickly go one for thirty than watch Peyton even shoot fifty percent from the field, man. Because it's it's just like quickly just gets everybody involved. I, I liked how he was splitting the defense today. Yeah, I he had a nice one where there. he found Noel in that dunker spot. We kind of split the zone, yeah. pump faked on the zone, attacked that gap and, and found Noel. So that was pretty decent. Yeah, he just he's already feels more like a, a real point guard, even though he wasn't really playing that well today. So I'm, I'm, I'm with it, man. I rather struggle with quick any day of the week, man. I, I start him. I don't care. I'll go through growing pains. I don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> de- definitely agree, man. One for ten. I, I just want to see that rocket. You know, you know what I mean. He, he's, yeah. he's supposed to have that rocket, man. It just hasn't been unleashed. So. Uh, hopefully we can get quickly going. It, it seems confidence though in, in his jumper for me, Chael. So it just seems like he's just not confident yeah. in his shot. You know what I mean? I feel you. And some of the, and some of the things that you know when he missed, it looked like on, it was online. So I yeah. feel like it's going to drop eventually if he just keeps getting the minutes and keep getting those looks. Peyton's shot when it goes in, I'm just like, woo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We got it this time. I don't know about next time though, but this time <laughs> Facts. quickly I just feel like even though he's missing, eventually I just see him just running off two, three, four in a row and it gets hot and it will carry on to another game. I can just see that having a longer lasting effect on his team. Yeah, one for ten, oh for six overall from downtown. So uh, we'll see if quickly has has a bounce back there. Um so to everybody in the chat once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Let's go to what I want to hear from. Let's go to Dan from Long Island. Dan, how you feeling, bro? Hey, what's good? Uh, hey, hello to uh, Jay Ellis, CP, and Ash. Welcome to the show. Ash, my my son saw your Instagram story tonight. 
from some party from last year. He says he wants you to, to throw CP's after parties after the nicknames <laughs> once the pandemic's over, right? So <laughs> it might be it might be like four or five Got years you. away, man. But yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. He 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 was all he was all excited about it. I didn't see it. He was telling me about it. Listen, <laughs> guys, I, I think this has just been a an effort to spin out all the bandwagoners. You know, we just dropped three games so all these zoo jacks who were jumping on board <laughs> could jump off the train again. That's <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be all right. But no, listen. Clyde says something tonight and, and I know that Brini was trying to take him off of it by bringing up Dirt Nowitzki, but he raised a good point. Yeah. He thought about Lamelo, but he went he he, he was really talking about RJ, right? Yeah. You gotta be able to hit a jump shot in the NBA. You know, even when you're wide open, you got to hit it. And remember this summer, R.J. pays for some professional coach, and they would talk to some nonsense Drew about, Hammond. oh, his, yeah. his elbow was out with it, all this nonsense. He deserves a refund for that. <laughs> Yo, I did ask, just said that on my, so, on my last Drew, Drew, show. Man, <laughs> man. I was like, cash app, Drew Holland, Drew Holland cash app him his money back then. Yeah, yeah, Drew Hamlin. He, 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 Yo, yeah, go ahead, bro, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, JL, then you were right, man. Because I gotta be honest with you, man. This is just it's it's atrocious. And the other thing is with quickly, and and Clyde and Brini brought this up too. Once quickly comes into the game, these other teams are, are trapping him, pressing mm-hmm. him, getting the ball out of his hands. He gets all shaky. So he talked about he was a point guard in high school. You were a point guard in high school. You weren't a point guard at Kentucky, and you're not a point guard in the league. So I just think. Listen, I'm excited about the team. We we a little minor setback here. We're going to be okay, but um, you know some growing pains. But that's all. Yeah. So anyway, listen. I just want you guys to know that um, that the real Knicks fans are still here with you guys, still watching, and uh, and big respect to everybody who's with us, win and lose. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, all, all seventy-two can 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 stay right. off the team. All seventy-two, Jalis. Mm-hmm. This is not for the faint of heart. That all seventy two, we talked about that a couple of games ago, JL. So there's a bunch of all seventy twos in the chat, man. I don't see them now. I don't see them anymore. <laughs> where they go? Uh, where they go? I don't know, Ooh, man. I light. don't know. <laughs> this is not for the faint of heart. This is for the diehards. Win or lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back. So, um, yeah, Cl- Clyde. Yeah, they were talking about Lamelo and and uh, you know him getting his shooting form around. And yeah, uh, you know, in, in terms of RJ just not knocking down those open shots and. Hopefully that that turns around. But what what you guys think about Lamelo tonight? He came off the came out of the triple double game, came into this one. Yes, he's smooth. That, that boy's smooth, man. Had fourteen quiet rebounds. Um, had a couple nice step backs. And Lamelo looks looks like the real deal, bro. Yeah, man, he's a baller, man. He's a baller. Yeah. Uh, he's not quite a scorer, but he's a guy who sets his team up, and he takes the shots that he's supposed to take. Uh, I like him. Nice little all around game. I, I like him. If he was with the Knicks, though, it still might be a little bit of a struggle just because of that jump shot. <laughs> yeah. It might not look as nice here as it's looking over there, but over there it's looking all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has a very unconventional shot, kind of like Lonzo did when he first got into the league. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you're familiar with LaMelo when he was playing over in Australia, kind of taking these ridiculous shots and just having the lack of a jump shot is kind of what he was known for when he was out there. So to see that he's kind of slowed that down, relaxed that a little bit now that he's playing in the professional league here in the States is definitely a good sign because he was checking up some wild shots when he yeah. was in Australia. Like, I don't know if it was the fact that everything goes in the opposite direction down there. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but he was looking wild out there for a minute. So, I mean, 
I was definitely a fan of Anthony Edwards going number one. I just felt like he was more overall, all, all around, more yeah. NBA ready. Mm-hmm. But I think LaMelo obviously is going to be a star. It's not going to happen this season, I don't think. I think towards the end of the season, you'll see, start to see glimmers of that. Mm-hmm. Next season, he's going to be a problem. I definitely think he needs a whole season to develop, and next season, you're going to see that yeah. coming to fruition. Uh, that's a fact. Ari, what's going on, man? How you feeling, bro? Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? Um, I'm feeling all right. Um, I wasn't going to call him, but Will from LA got me hyped because I love that call. But um, the, th- the three things that, that stick out to me is <clears throat> with, with, with Tibbs, you know, he's playing Randall and, 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 and RJ 38 minutes, and they're getting blown out by 20 in, in back-to-back games. Like, what's he doing? Like, Like, that's like... I'm all for, like, playing your best players a lot of minutes, especially early in the season. But when you're down by 20 on a back-to-back, I think it's, like, ridiculous. Like, he needs to he needs to fix that. And the other thing that, um, you know, I think Tibbs needs to fix, and I think Tibbs has been great all season. I, I still think he's been a great coach. Mm-hmm. But I just do not understand playing those guys those kind of minutes when you're down by 20 on a back-to-back. But, um Besides that, you know, he always talks about keeping people accountable, you know, eating what you kill. You know, I think he really legitimately has to look at, like, maybe not benching R.J. Barrett, but not giving him this 36 minutes a game. He's got to try to, you know, cut his minutes down or, you know, bench him for a half or something. I don't know. But, you know, he can't be talking all this, you know, we're going to hold people accountable and stuff. Meanwhile, you know, R.J.'s shooting us out of games. And I'm not I'm not down on I'm not down on RJ long term, but for now, I mean, if you're trying to win games, and Tibbs says he's trying to win games, then he needs to cut down RJ's minutes. Um, so that's the Tibbs thing. The second thing I wanted to say is that you know, I think RJ when he tweaked his shot, I think I think it kind of screwed him, man. I'm not a proponent of tweaking your shot when you when you're 20, 19 years old. I just don't think it makes sense. I tried to tweak my jump shot when I was in high school. <laughs> Yo, get out of here, man. I'm not a professional athlete. I'm about to bang But it. it's just, it's, it's, it's not, it's just not, listen, you can laugh, but I'm just saying it's not easy to tweak your jump shot after you build bad habits. You know what I mean? I just yeah. don't, and, and especially it's going to take time if he's actually going to stick with it that he's going to hit those shots. But I don't know. That's just me. And the, and the thing about, and the last thing about Randall real quick, listen, man. This is a rebuild, and this is what rebuilding teams do. They add assets. We're not going to win with Randall on the team. We're not going to compete for a championship. Sam Presti traded Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and Chris Paul after he had a great year. They made the playoffs, and they almost took out Houston, and he traded Chris Paul when he was trying to build a winning culture because he knows you need to build assets in order to win in this league because you need to get that superstar. All right? So I don't care if the Knicks are 8-3 and three, Four and four, two and five. You need to trade your players. And you need to get your assets, and you need to rebuild. And that's just the end of it. All right, and that's just what I gotta say. Peace. So that's it. All right, man. All right, Ari. Ari talking about how he tweaked his jump shot in high school jails. I know. Hey, hey, we got we, we got the footage of Ari shooting at Clyde's wine and dying after a couple gin and tonics. Man, it wasn't pretty, bro. Oh it's yeah, not, yeah. We still got that. It's still in the archives of Knicks Fan TV. If you want to see what Ari's jumper looks like, <laughs> it ain't it ain't great. Listen, I agree with what he said about RJ, and I think I alluded to this last show, is those superstar minutes are earned. They're not given. And I think, you know, when RJ first got into the league, you know, he's coming out of one of the best programs in the country, kind of, you know, spoon-fed him, silver platter guy. 
But you got to earn those superstar minutes. They're yep. just not something that you can get just because you come from a certain pedigree. You come from a certain program. And right now, he's not earning them. But right you, now, you giving those minutes? So you're going to give it a, the, you're gonna give it a Theo Pinson? Listen, we, that's we the other thing. No, we got, we got shooters here. We got people who can make a bucket. Who? But who? That's, exactly. He's in a walking boot. Alec Burks is hurt. Yeah. Austin oh, Rivers shooting. is still here, CP. Rivers was on the court. He started tonight, J.L.S. <laughs> Rivers is still here. I mean, listen, especially when, I mean, tonight might be a little bit different because we're short-handed, but last night and a few games ago, when when my man is going 0 for, 0 for 22 from three, yeah, it's like, dog, He's I get it. second best option. Where else are you going? You're going exactly. to take Harper off the bench? CP, I'm not. Listen, I'm not. CP, I'm not saying play him five minutes a game. I'm saying take him down from 38 to like 28. <laughs> no, the thing is, 30. The thing is, it's not an issue of obviously limiting his minutes would be the thing you would do if you had somebody to replace him with. Now yeah. you can say put Knox in, you can say a bunch of other people, but the thing is, is how sustain how sustainable is that? Like, how often can you actually do that? That's the issue. We don't necessarily have enough shooters. And yes, RJ is not shooting great, but he is our second option. You know what I mean? So it is, it kind of leaves you at a standstill. What you want to do for the development of the team and the development of RJ as a player, let's be honest, if you can limit his minutes, it takes the pressure off of him, maybe gives him time to really develop, slowly get back into things. But on the other side of that, who are you going to replace him with? Like, what's the alternative? What is the alternative? I listen. I, I hear what Ari's saying, right? Even last night in garbage time, I'm wondering why he's even out there trying to close the game when they have a back to back. Like, Thanks. I just didn't see see the point in that. And then the second thing is, how does that impact the confidence? Right? Is is too much minutes and and struggling hurting the confidence? You put him on the bench. Is that gonna hurt his confidence? I think it's it's a tough balance. I think it's a tough balance when you're trying to manage um, the confidence and the, and the ego of your young draft pick who himself is in his head trying to figure out how to get things right. It's tough. Absolutely. RJ's a gamer, man. This guy, we talk about how this guy has such a tough mind. He's a greedy kid. He's come from this, come from that. We worry about cutting his minutes down from 38 to 33. He's going to cut his confidence. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, man. Like we can cut it in five minutes. We can. You said you said cutting it from thirty eight to like twenty five or something. Cut like it. That. I didn't say twenty five. I said twenty eight. <laughs> okay. So the thing is, twenty eight thirty. EP is right though. You run the risk of what does that do to his confidence? You know, you look at it happens. It happens all the time in sports. You look at yeah. football, for example. What does it do? Look at Tua with the Miami Dolphins. What happens every time he has a bad game? They bench him. Yeah, they, they and they bring in Fitzpatrick. So what does that do to a quarterback or a young player in general, bringing it back to basketball? What does that do to, do to their confidence? It makes them walk on eggshells. It I, makes them think that every time they make a mistake, they're either going to be benched or their limits are going to be cut. So, yes, that may not happen with RJ, but you run the risk that it is a possibility. But there comes a time where you have to stop coddling somebody who I think has been coddled most of his basketball playing career and kind of give him the harsh reality. Like, you want to be a superstar. You want to be the face of this franchise. You have to earn these minutes. They're not going to be given to you. And right now, you're not earning them. When you do, you'll get them back. So it depends on like how kids want to handle it. I, was, I, I like that part of what you said. Like that part. Like earn your minutes. He just has <laughs> to play better, man. He just has play to play better. better. He yeah. just got to play better. And he's 19. Sitting down five, five, five to ten extra minutes a game ain't going to hurt you. You're leading the league in minutes. 
You're leading the league in minutes. <laughs> yeah, that is a little. And you complaining about it? It's a little like, OD. It's, it's a little OD, but <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I, I don't know what this guy tips. He feels like you know they asked him again, and and he he gave the same answer he gave in the offseason how he manages minutes. He says, "Oh, you know, it kind of evens out over time. There's ways to pace guys, whether it's not practicing or um, you know throttling down the minutes as the season yeah. progresses." Tibbs feels like he has the answers. Let's see how it impacts RJ over the course of the season. We're only at game 11. Go ahead. If my man, if my man is, is losing confidence for playing 30 minutes a game, then we got the wrong guy. <laughs> 30 minutes a I game? Mean, and you and you lost your confidence? I, I, I don't – But, I, yeah, if you maybe if you started at 30 minutes a game, but you're taking him from one part, so you're giving him superstar minutes, and you're obviously cutting him down. He's not like an idiot. Nah. He knows it's because he's not playing well. You're reducing his minutes. You're not reducing his minutes because you just want him, you know, to rest and, and take it easy. You're reducing his minutes because he's not playing well. Like, he's not dumb. Like, he knows. From the most minutes in the league to a regular all-star-ish rotation player is not going to hurt his confidence. Knox is out here playing 15 to 20 minutes a game. He will be fine. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. We'll see, man. You want to take that gamble? Go ahead. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You take that gamble. Let me know how it works. Um, <laughs> let's go to uh, JJ from Englewood. JJ, how you feeling, man? What's going on, TCT? What's going on, Asher? What's going on, J. Ellis? Man, I, I, a couple, a couple points, bro. Mm-hmm. Randall, man, this is like you know, in college, man. You find that person who. Uh, we took the class the year before, and you just take the test, man. I'm a Laker fan. We took this test before. This is the most you're getting out of Randall. So right now, you just got to look to piece them up with somebody on the team, man, to get something out of them. But this is the most you got. You're gonna get out of them. And I knew he was over. I knew Randall not career over, but I knew he wasn't that guy. It was when he was in a fast break at practice, Laker practice, fast break right side of the rim, and laid it up with the left hand. He still doesn't have a right hand, man. So that's the most you're going to get with Randall. Second thing, man, this is a, a crucial time for y'all, man. You know, a couple of losing skids you guys are on, man, it's going to show a lot about the team, man, and how you guys uh, pull out of this thing. So I think there's, there's, there's some good and some bad in this. The good things you guys are going to be able to see what kind of heart this team got. Last year, we got to get Peyton off the floor, man. Gotta get, get him out of here. That's Gotta get him up y'all, out Y'all here. doing a good job, man. Love the show as always. Appreciate you, bro. Man, take care. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, bro. Ash, just like, like you were saying, man, the Laker fan knows, knows Randall best, right? <laughs> so. Laker fans love reminding me every time Julius Randall plays outstanding. We had him first. Yep. Who gave him to you? He was ours. Well, he ain't yours no more, so move on. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our world. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, I'm, I'm I'm living and dying with it this year, man, because it's just like you, you see how important he is to any type of success this team might have at that, even though he, he was kind of, you know, kind of regressed tonight and didn't really have it. Only nine shots, man. Only yeah. nine shots. But um, as you said, it seemed like, you know, P.J. Washington kind of took him out of his game early, JLs, and then mm-hmm. uh, it kind of just snowballed from there. Yeah, I agree with you, man. First kind of bad game I've really seen from, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, we'll give him a mulligan tonight. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Despite the, the, the offensive foul game. Yeah. Or was it, um, no, the first of the three losses? Who, mm. The first of the three losses. Who, who did we just lose to? I got to go back. Was it the, the, the Thunder? Yes. 
the Thunder. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thunder, yeah, I, I thought that Thunder game. It didn't. It's. I think that I thought that was the first game. I thought he really looked spent. Like he really didn't have much legs and was kind of dragging his way through. Um, but this game was was um, you know kind of similar. It just didn't have it tonight. Yeah, man. Tibbs got to watch those minutes, man. Back to back getting blown out by twenty points could be another reason why Randall was looking kind of weird today, man. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's get my guy Kev in the lineup, man. Get Kev in the lineup. Kev is ready. Kev is ready to roll. He was looking good, man. All right, let's speaking of Kentucky. Let's let's go down to Kentucky. Aaron, what's going on? What's going on, yo? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Loud and clear, bro. How you doing, bro? Okay. How y'all doing? CP, uh, J. Ellis, uh, Ashley, uh. I just want to talk about tonight's game, and uh, it's a uh, man. It's depressing. I thought for sure after the uh, the two losses, man, we would come out with a little bit more fire and uh, play a lot better. And uh, I'm the biggest RJ fan. I'm a I'm a Duke fan as well as a Knicks fan. So you know, I rep RJ probably you know the hardest. But I, I think it's time for us maybe to ease up on his minutes for a little bit, man, and uh, maybe do so, do something different because we just don't have enough shooting out there right now for him to to really get to the basket. The the, the when they go to those zones, yeah. the the lanes clogged up. You know, it's it's like it's it's really stressful just for him to get to the basket. And he's he's not pulling up for mid range. He did a couple times last night, but he's not pulling up for mid range. I know he does, you know, a lot of other things well, but this team, I just don't know if they all fit together. And and another thing I want to bring up is, uh, and you know, I'm not I'm not trying to blame Randall for anything like that, but mm-hmm. you know, if, if the trade's right, a first round pick. Or a point guard is scoring. First of all, I think we need to go after a team that has multiple point guards. Uh, preferably the team we played tonight. They got three point guards in Rozier, Graham, Graham. and and Ball. And yeah. Ball is obviously the future. Graham, I think, is still young, even though I think he was a four-year player at Kansas. Uh, but I, w- I would see maybe if maybe using the, the – the first round pick that we got from Dallas, maybe a second pick mm. to maybe get him. We need a sweet score at point guard. We can't just keep keep hat like quickly's not ready yet. And he's not really the pure point guard anyways. He's more of a combo guard. Even at Kentucky, he didn't he didn't really run the show for Kentucky. Yeah. So but I just wanna know what y'all's thoughts are on that about getting maybe another point guard this year instead of waiting for the draft. Or, or if we should wait for the draft. Just give me your thoughts on that. Yep. Appreciate the call, man. Yeah, Jails, what, what are you thinking, bro? No problem. Oh, man. This is, this is a tough one. I mean, for me, I'm going with quickly. And I would say I'm not sure if I would give him anything significant at this point unless it's something that we can really bank on. I know I want Elford Payton out of here. I know we can't trade him because he has no trade clause and he has to approve that trade. So for me, it makes it even harder to kind of make a move this year for a point guard <laughs> that we went long term. But uh, if we do make a move, I I, I agree. Uh, shout out to Fritz. He kind of he kind of wrote about um looking at some of these point guards here. It'll probably be somebody on the on the low though. Probably be somebody like Brandon struggling might be 
Um, yeah, Graham, Graham has yeah. been struggling. Rosier's been hot, though, bro. Yeah, bro. Rosier has been lighting it up. And um, I read a stat earlier today that said that I think for the month of January, he hasn't shot less than 40% from three on seven attempts. Yeah, but it's like, what would it take to get to get uh, Rosier? That, that asking price yeah, might we, be. We got to call uh, MJ, man. Yeah, gotta call MJ. I'm, MJ could be had, man. He gave Hayward that bag. I'm telling you, you find you catch MJ at the car table on a good night. You, can, CP, stri- you can strike a deal. CP, you forgetting one thing? Yeah, MJ it's hates the Knicks. <laughs> MJ hates us, man. Going back to the '90s, that guy hates us. The only reason why he played so much money for Gordon Hayward at the last minute because he knew the Knicks wanted him. Yeah, MJ hates us, man. He's not going to give us a real deal for that guy. Yeah, he's not. I mean, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. This was, first of all, can I say how much I love that caller? I love yeah, his he was accent. Yeah, he was good, man. Being a Duke fan in Kentucky, Duke that fan is very in brave. Kentucky, yeah. That is very yeah, brave. That guy. There's five stars going across in the chat. But go ahead, Ash. They don't, they don't play about that Kentucky basketball yeah, down there. Yeah. But this was one of the reasons why I was excited to hear that during the offseason, the Knicks were really interested in Van Fleet. And he was actually, I know this because I reported on it, he was actually scheduled to meet. The Knicks were one of the teams that he was scheduled to meet with during the offseason. But Toronto was the first team that he met with. And immediately they got that deal locked and loaded. So there was Mm -hmm. never even an opportunity for the Knicks to even have a conversation with him. I believe it was happening in Chicago where he was meeting with a bunch of teams. So the Knicks literally missed that by not having the right placement in in the number of meetings. That friend, friend, that Van Fleet was going to take. So I definitely wanted him on our squad. I think we needed another point guard, especially a veteran point guard. I thought that was going to be super helpful, especially going into the season, what we were trying to do. And it also made it easier because he's already won a ring. So it's not like he was looking to win another championship per se. He just wanted to get paid. I thought the Knicks were in the position to do that. Obviously, it didn't happen, but I 100% we need another point guard ASAP. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, man. Obviously, the, the draft is going to be important with, it, with that regard. But, you know, at the trade deadline, um, make, you know, make a call for Rozier, JL. It, it can't hurt. It can't hurt. He's got about two years left on that deal. Uh, not crazy. You yeah. know, it can't hurt, man. Make, make a you, call to MJ. Who are you moving? Oof. 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 Yeah, oof. Yeah, nasty man. The last year we had, remember, remember last year we had that deal yeah. on the table. Yeah, they did have that. They yeah. did have that deal on the table for for him. What was it? Him, Randall, and DSJ. For yeah, him, Randall, DSJ. Randall, DSJ for 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 scary Terry. Um, and it's scary Terry. Scary Terry. <laughs> scary Terry. Yeah. What they call it? Yeah, that's what they had. Isn't that in Rick and Morty? Scary Terry. The character in Rick I and think Morty, so. In case you guys didn't know that, I think so. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, yeah, they're definitely a point guard, but salute, salute to that guy from, from Kentucky, man. That was a good call. And I listen, I just think overall, you know, the fan reactions, the passion of the fans, it's expectations, Jails. The expectations after you win, after you go out to a five and three start, it's expectations are through the roof. You got to lower the expectations. Gotta yeah. lower the expectations, man. Well, it's back, so you know we can sneak some some wins in now. That expectations are lower. <laughs> you hope, <laughs> you hope, but then you don't get it, and everybody's looking to trade this guy, that guy, and the other. So it's tough, man. But like my goddamn from Long Island said, it's all about who's with us. All seventy two. We had a lot of all seventy twos going through the chat after we called them out, jail. So that's a good sign. 
Mm-hmm. I just don't sense. understand why we were taking so long to go after Buddy Heald. He wants to play in New York. I know well, that for it, well, a fact. Well, like, it looks like Buddy started struggling a little bit himself, too. It looks like Buddy started coming he back to Earth. That's because he out of Sacramento. <laughs> he's, he's trying to he's sabotage trying to get himself. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get up out of Sacramento. Yeah, JLC, you're not with the Buddy moves. Huh? I'm, I'm so, not somebody in the chat just said we should have got Buddy Hill, but go ahead, I'm, I'm, I'm not all the way out on Buddy. I'm not all the way out on Buddy at all. I, I, I know how it is with players who don't like where they're playing and all of a sudden they start sucking. So I, I know yeah. that can change. And I haven't really seen his numbers and what he's been doing yet this season, but I, I still know that if he was here, he would be one of the best three-point shooters on his team. So I'm not out on Buddy as of yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I... um. You know what the the one area that the Knicks have have been okay in is um dealing with COVID though, man. You know, as we wrap this show up, we got two games canceled this week. You got um New Orleans and Dallas, you got Boston and Chicago. COVID numbers piling up league wide. They're gonna have a meeting tomorrow about potentially suspending the season for some, you know, portion of it to see if things kind of die down. So I d I don't know, man. What do you Ash, what do you what do you think about that? Well, it's definitely crazy. Um, I spoke to some players today on various teams, most of them in Miami, and it's just the inconsistencies in the COVID protocol within the league are super frustrating to guys. Um, It also, from what I've been told by a bunch of them, makes it very hard to get into any kind of rhythm for the season. As you can imagine, it was a very quick turnaround. Guys had maybe five weeks off, especially the Heat and the Lakers who went the furthest in the bubble. So it's the unconditional or rather the untraditional um, offseason, lack of training camp, lack of being able to work with their teammates as they normally do. And then on top of that, only two, three preseason games tops. It's just made it very, very difficult. But in terms of the inconsistency in COVID, I mean, you look at some of the games that were postponed because they haven't been officially canceled. Right now, they're just postponed. Mm Like the Boston Celtics game, there were not enough players to play the game. But then you look at the 76ers, and they were actually forced to play the game with the same amount of players that Boston was able to postpone their game for. So a lot of guys feel like there's different rules for different teams. There's not some sort of protocol that is general across the board. But the NBA is having a meeting tomorrow to kind of figure out how they can tighten these restrictions for guys, what they can do to make this a little bit more fair across the board because guys are not happy they feel like it's messing with their season it's messing with the rhythm and from the guys that i spoke to they actually said that if it came down to it if it were necessary they would actually not be opposed to going back into the bubble for the playoffs so that was something that was really interesting because i think a lot of us assume they hated being there yeah a lot of guys did not mind it well g league is going into the bubble um i i think the the original contention was that if they did all 72 in the bubble then that's kind of OD, but yeah, maybe playoffs, yeah. You, you might have to just to keep this thing going. I mean, it's just the nature of the beast, JLs. You know, they wanted that pre-Christmas start, make sure that they get all the revenue in there. There's a lot mm-hmm. of revenue at stake. And obviously yeah. with the way, you know, this this virus is going on and, and them not playing in a bubble, you're going you're gonna to have this. You know, players are going to be susceptible to it. You can't keep everybody on lockdown. And you don't know where everybody's going and, and how they're, you know, transmitting the virus. So, um, tricky situation for sure. Jamal Crawford went on Twitter, and I agree with him. They need to just expand the rosters, bro. Yeah. Expand yeah. it, for, expand it to a roster, a, a, a player pool of you know unsigned free agents and G League players, and 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 just let the teams pick from there. 
I think so. I think it's an excellent idea. Expand the rosters for sure. I think it's probably a combination of both, man. Yeah. Uh, expand the rosters, tighten up the rules so it's kind of, you know, universal all across the board so you don't have these different rules. And um, just tighten up the rules a bit about, you know, going out, com- conversing with players and uh, and yeah. things of that yeah. nature. We have to kind of make it as similar to the bubble as possible with um the freedom that we have right now. I know it's kind of hard to do, but it just yeah. seems like it's the only way to kind of save the season if we can. Or just, or just yeah. put on the same track, you know? And I mean, the guys do wear sensors around their necks or things like that, like to go ahead. And what that is supposed to do, it's supposed to ring some sort of alarm when you get into contact within six feet of someone mm. who's also wearing a sensor. So what that does is hypothetically, it's supposed to make COVID tracing easier. So if one player, you know, ends up testing positive, then you can see who was in contact with that player, trace COVID that way. But also these guys are taking multiple tests. They take a rapid test and then they go ahead and take the more um, in-depth test. And you do end up getting false positives. You do end up getting false negatives. So it's all over the place. And one of the things the NBA said that they're going to try to, you know, implement into the rest of the season is the lack of contact guys or come that guys have with each other after the game. So no more, you know, dapping each other up, things like that. But guys feel like, what does that matter? Right. They, they already went at it for 48 minutes. Game. That's why I, I don't yeah. understand that. And then so, them having masks on on the sideline, but then jumping in the game. I don't know. It's all over the place. But yeah. I, I guess they're trying to do, you know, the best that they can, man. So, yeah. So for me, that stuff is optics more than actual, you yeah. know, healthy. Yeah. It's yeah. like, we're showing that we were responsible so the world can follow us in, in their footsteps of being responsible as well. I feel like it's more optics than actual, yeah. you know, protecting the players at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing that a lot of people felt was hypocritical was one of the words that they used when it was in the bubble and they were wearing masks. They were like, we're already here. We're quarantined with mm-hmm. each other. What is the purpose of a, us wearing these masks? Obviously, it's good optics. It spreads awareness about wearing your mask and, and being socially responsible. But you know, guys are frustrated, and you can you can understand that. They rushed to finish that season in the bubble. Then they went ahead and had the issue of a short turnaround. Now they're in this mess, and we were warned ahead of time. Experts warned us that January, December was going to be the worst months because most places it's winter. Mm-hmm. So I'm not quite sure what the result or rather what the smart way to go about this is because it seems like it's only going to get worse yeah. before it gets better. So obviously guys are not down to go into the bubble for an entire season. The playoffs seems more like a reality, but right now you're not even close to that point. So what do you do for the next four or five months? You can't keep postponing games. You can't extend, you can't extend the season any more than you already have. Otherwise you're affecting the following season. And then of course the Olympics, whoever competes in team USA can't be playing basketball in August. So there's a lot. To consider tricky situation, man. JL, somebody in the chat said expand the rosters and and bring back bring in Isaiah Thomas. I could have sworn you said bring back Emmanuel Moutier, JL. <laughs> bring back the tank commander. We need a point guard. Moutier played with Johnny Bryan in Utah. Bring back the tank commander, and he's gonna bring the Knicks back to the playoffs. That would be the greatest story in sports. Get that kid right, Tom. Get that kid right, kid. <laughs> yeah, you got Moutier out there. Um, Isaiah Thomas, you know, could be a look if they expand the rosters. Maybe, maybe Tyson if you want a little more rim protection. I would say I'll bring him back. I'll look at ISO too, man. 
ISO ISO just got picked up by the uh, Timberwolves G League squad. Oh, ISO he did. Got drafted. Uh, yeah. Okay. ISO got drafted. I'm so, also so available if anyone needs. Ash, you gonna suit up? Throw some Jordans on. I'll I'm hey, also available. I'm I'm one for three on free throws at Madison Square Garden, man. So if they need me, Chance, I'm ready. <laughs> Tibbs, call at your boy, man. I'm definitely oh. ready. Yeah, how about Beasley? We could bring Beasley back. Bro. I'm definitely bringing back Melo the, from Leicester. The walking bucket. We need Let's buckets go. in the worst way. Who better than Michael Beasley, JL? I'm bringing back Beasley. Bring him Beasley. back. Let's go. I'm bringing back Beasley. <laughs> what about Marbury? Should we bring back Marbury oh. and Sprewell for the fun of it? No, Steph, Steph, Steph ain't coming back. You know that Magic Johnson meme? Steph ain't coming back here. He's <laughs> not. Where's, <laughs> where's Jeremy Lin? Bring back Lin Stanley. Bring back it all. Bring Lin it all with, back. Uh, isn't, Lin is with um, Golden State, right? Yeah, he's with Golden no, he's State. In, is he? I thought he was in China. No, he no, can't. He's no, with he's Golden State's uh, G League team. Mm-hmm. Oh, they yeah, actually so, let him come. Okay, cool. Yeah, Lins- no, Linsanity's home, man. Linsanity's yep. home. So, yep. um, yeah, man. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, All right, bring people. That <laughs> great, great, sh- <laughs> great show. Is yeah, Alex Houston jumping still wet, man? Don't sleep on Alex Houston jumping. Yeah, H two O, H two O. Can definitely I tell you? When I was younger, I thought Alan Houston and I were going to grow up to get married. I really did. Oh. That was the, I was supposed to be Mrs. Houston. That was like implemented in my mind. And then when I found out he was already married, I moved on to Alan Iverson, and then he got married. And, oh. And it, all the Allens ain't hit. All the Allens. All the Allens ain't hit. It went Allen Houston, yeah. Allen Iverson, Carmelo Anthony. Ray Allen. Well, Kadeem, <laughs> Kadeem Allen might be available. You can holler at him, man. I got his ID. Oh, Kadeem man. Allen just got you. Yeah, you're Kadeem right. Allen back Kadeem, in here. Yeah, overseas. Yeah. <laughs> Kadeem Allen, man. Break him in here. So, uh, right. great, great, great show. So, to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Let me um, salute some super chats real quick. Gotta be legend checking in from Costa Rica. He says Tibbs needs to put a leash on RJ. 18 field goal attempts. Are you kidding me? He goes, Yo, I'm a Nick. Shoots five for 18. So yeah, he sat on RJ, man. He says, Yep, you are, buddy. Disgusted right now. Big serve says every time RJ shoots a three somewhere in Central Park, a squirrel dies. <laughs> See? <laughs> Hashtag save the squirrels. Shout out to Serge. That's the <laughs> Mr. Architect says Tibbs need to make the entire team do mid-range drills, lay off the threes, feast on two on twos. We gotta go old school, old school b-ball, bully ball. Mm. Tiger says, Tiger style says, what did Ashley do? It was Senor Spin Cycle and his dopey diary entry. Thank <laughs> <What>? you. <laughs> so he said, Randall, put it, put it. <laughs> uh, he said it's Randall. It's all Randall. You simps. Alan Berman says, salute. RJ shouldn't share the floor with Peyton and Randall. Tonight was bad, but a lot of our problems come from the spacing. Take a fly on Isaiah Thomas, Kyle Corver, and send Elf to Siberia. <laughs> uh, Rare Edition says, we need Mitch to shoot a couple threes a game. Won't hurt his field goal percentage. Uh, I won't, you know. Uh, my thoughts on Mitch, I don't really see why we need that. But he says, better than RJ bricking or Peyton dancing at the rim. Chuck D, the rhyme animal, Chuck DJL sends us a $20 super chat. He says, trust the system, put Tibbs, but Tibbs wants them in better shape regardless, and hitting those shots helps. Knox look great, Noel energized. We got to see a lot of teams in front of us go down with injuries and COVID. We're going to see a lot of teams in front of us go down with injuries and COVID, so could balance out. Uh, Jessica Fox from Vermont. Remember, she sent us a super chat yesterday. She says, still here, love you all, go Ash. Ash, is that your hey. relative? 
You, no. you, you justify sleep. <laughs> <laughs> some some no. conspiracies Sad going to on. the but, ladies. Sad yeah. to the ladies, though. Yeah, Jessica Fox in here two nights in a row, no doubt. Salute to Ignacio Lobregat checking in from the Philippines. Salute to everybody in the Philippines, Asia Pacific holding us down. He said, uh, Ari said it's a process. Win or lose, New York forever. Salute to Knicks Nation. We made it through. Marty Collins, we can make it through this. Yeah, he's a good guy, JLC. He's 100% on point. Bring back Marty Collins. He's 100%. Hey, we need a point guard. Marty, where you at? I'll let you back. I'm with you. Yeah, man. I'm telling you that Ari film is on this Knicks Fan TV channel. Check out Ari shooting at Clyde's Wine and Dine. Three or four drinks in. Might have been five or six JLs, but he was in his bag. And uh, yeah, check out Ari on the court. It's not a pretty sight. Go to <laughs> above the rim says RJ at the one, quickly at the two, Knox at the three, Randall at the four, Mitch at the five. Simple fix. Burke's back in the lineup for IQ. No more Peyton. That's what I'm saying, man. We got we got to move on from Peyton, man. Got to move on from Peyton. My guy Matthew Swanson, aka O Dog, throws a fifty dollar. Super chat in the mix. Oh, dog, appreciate you, my guy. Then he sends me a text and he says, Tell Benji that Method Man's two albums will crack. <laughs> Stop hating on Method Man. Yeah, Benji, man, the chat was coming at you with that smoke, man. They didn't like that Method Man comment. In New York, that's great. Yeah, yeah, you gotta tighten up. You gotta tighten up. But hey, you know, to each his own. To each his own, man. All right, Jay, let's go ahead and uh, sign out, bro. All right, man, definitely check out. Nick and Tom Show on YouTube.com slash Nick and Tom Show. If you hear me talk about Moody on the last episode, all right? And definitely you gotta check out the the the, the blog on nickandtomshow.com. Follow us on all social media. That is DKOT Show on Twitter, the Nick and Tom Show on Instagram, also on Facebook. Also check out the merch, Knox merch, whose man's is this merch, and more. That is all. That's music. Yes, sir. We're gonna throw it to Ashley with the dime. Ash, go ahead and sign out. What's up, everybody? You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ashley Nicole Moss. My YouTube channel, All In with Ashley Nicole. Next, give me a win on Wednesday. It's my birthday. Birthday so coming be nice up. Nice to me. And shout out to the kid from Coney Island. Long live Stefan Marbury one time. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Great job as usual. And um, salute to everybody in the chat, man. We, had, we broke over a thousand still. So all 72 is in here loud and strong. Tough night for the Knicks, man. Couldn't crack 90 points once again. Go down in the QC, 109-88. But we got the Battle of New York, Act 1, Wednesday night, JLS. We can't, we can't hang our heads too low. We can't. We're going up against Katie. We don't know where Kyrie's at. No, where in the world is, is Kyrie? Aww. No one knows. I have a feeling he's going to show up for this game. He took another personal day today. He took another personal day. Remember, this show's available in audio podcast format, Spotify, Google Play, uh, Amazon Alexa, Stitcher, all major podcast platforms. We are there. So if you don't catch it in video, you can always catch it in audio. Uh, Keep the conversation going. You could always hit us up on Twitter. We have a Discord chat going on. TM, if you throw the Discord link in the chat, let the people know that they can connect with us. Always keep the conversation rolling. You can follow us on Instagram as well. And uh, yeah, man, everybody throw a happy birthday, Ashley, in the chat. Throw all 72 in the chat if you're here. And we'll see you guys, uh, Knicks versus Nets, Wednesday night. Let's bounce back. Let's get a W, man. Can't have these Nets talking all this trash, Jail. You know <laughs> That's the last thing we need this week. Yeah. Bounce back against the Nets, and all is forgotten. Let's go, man. RJ, we still rocking with you, baby. Be out of here. 
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.